Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money investing and more. Lots going on. Top stories aren't really all that dramatic today. You're having a multi-millionaire Commerce Secretary talking about how he doesn't understand why federal workers are going to take going to food banks during government shutdowns versus taking out loans. Don't take out loans. Loans aren't great unless they're low cost and guaranteed, which in this case they are. But shouldn't you just have your job to pay for your paycheck? Don't we kind of count on that? I remember working for companies when I was younger that on Friday we got paid. Everyone rushed. Everyone rushed to the bank to deposit the paycheck. Um, so if paychecks came out at like 10 a.m., people would line up for them. And they don't even work till like 6 p.m. kind of thing. They'd get the paycheck and they go straight to the bank. Not living necessarily paycheck to paycheck, but also not trusting that the man's going to have enough money to pay the bills. So we have a lot going on with the Middle East. Um, headlines. Um, we have a lot going on as far as oil goes. The world power is starting to shift a little bit. Um, all the best business opportunities right now are in the east, especially as trade war is raging on. You're seeing the trade war starting to affect companies. Volkswagen CEO says Trump's trade war is crushing demand for autos, and it's making the first quarter difficult. The government shutdown doesn't look like it's anywhere close to coming to an end. Um, the Senate is set to vote on two dueling bills that would end the government shutdown, and both are almost guaranteed to fail. Republicans released a bill backed by President Donald Trump that would fund his border wall, but also overhaul much of the asylum system. And the Democrats immediately condemned the proposal, saying acting in bad faith, negotiating backwards with a lot of poison pills that you know we're not going to say go for. That continues to remain a story. Um, I want to talk a little PG&E real quick. Pacific Gas and Electric. This is a dividing company. Dividing issue, big time. Um, It's a publicly traded company. 
that we absolutely positively need. It's imperative that we have it in our lives. We don't have energy alternatives. Maybe a little bit with Tesla's power walls and things like that, but we're not there yet. That system's not robust enough. But PG&E says it might have to quintuple rates if it's forced to clear trees and inspect electric grid. Wow. Quintuple rates. Let's say your, your electricity bill was 250 or $300 last month. You ready for $1,200 to $1,500 a month for powering up the TV, powering up the washing machine, the dishwasher? You ready to start hanging clothes on a clothesline again so you don't have to run the dryer? I'd do it. I think that sounds like a good idea. But California Utility Company PG&E said in a court filing that it can't afford a federal judge's order to inspect its energy grid and clear trees that could fall into power lines. It says that work would cost between $75 billion and $150 billion. And if you start thinking about vegetation management, you kind of get it. That ain't easy work. I looked at the tree in one of my yards, and, uh, man, this, this tree casts a lot of shade. And I aggressively trim it back and do what I can, and every year it gets taller and wider. And it seems like all I do is work on it, right? So PG&E will inevitably turn to California ratepayers to pass on that substantial increase. They're not in the business of losing money. They're not a government subsidy. Um, when you start getting into the business of labor-intensive, getting people to get on chainsaws and helicopters and cut down trees and things like that, um, it's probably infeasible. I can't wait to see how this one plays out, especially living in a PG&E uh, bill zone. So PG&E right now is required to, within less than five months, remove or trim trees and branches that could bend, break, or fall into power lines, poles, or electric equipment. Now, they're liable big time at this point in time. And 17 major wildfires just alone in 2017. 2018 is going to be a bad one as well. 2019, things start getting a little bit more wonky. And California government regulators have said, you know, hey, if you can get there, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay-ish. We're going to, like, let you pass it on to the shareholders and pass it on to, the, not the shareholders, but the uh, utility payers. So what do you go for? Liability, which is 10 times less than the cost of actually doing the work. Liability will go up every year as, you know, courts say, you know, you killed people. It's worth $1 million to the family last year, but it's worth $1.2 million this year. You got Aaron Brockovich on the case. Um, environmental activist. You've got activist hedge fund Blue Mountain Capital, which owns about 11 mil million shares. And a lot of people are saying the board of directors of PG&E are trying to like muddle everything right now so they get a bailout. It, it, it's pretty interesting to see where this one's going to go. Speaking of where you're going to go, what you're going to do, big event tonight, Thursday, 6.30, in Palo Alto. But before I get to that, and you can find out more about that event, uh, income and retirement planning at robblackshow.com. Winner, winner. We have tickets to give away right now. Right here, right now. Winning. San Jose Barracuda versus the San Diego Goals, February 18th, one fifteen. Is that the tickets I'm giving away today? No. Nope. Today's Thursday. 
February 16th? 18th, okay. Winner receives four tickets to San Jose versus San Diego goals Monday, February 18th. I thought I gave these away yesterday. February 18th, 1.15 at the SAP Center in San Jose. Looking for some family fun. There's a family pack that you can get. Save $18 by attending a San Jose Barracuda with a family four-pack. Without the hassle of buying online, you can purchase four tickets for just $34 uh, by visiting the Threat Metrics ticket office on the day of the game. So that's at the SP, SAP Center. Don't forget the little Cuda fans have a lot of fun at the game. Family-friendly. I love it. There's a fun zone for kids. Uh, get them excited about hockey. Um, also, there's going to be a replica jersey giveaway for the first 4,000 fans on February 18th. Winner receives four tickets. All you got to do is call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 right now. And use the use the, the secret password. Five for fighting. Five for fighting. Remember, Corey's not allowed to win tickets, and previous winners also excluded as well. So let someone go who's never been to a hockey game. Family four-pack of four, San Jose Barracuda, San Diego goals. These are great tickets. SAP Center's awesome video. And looks like it's on President's Day. Does that sound about right? Awesome. I'm going to say President's Day. February 18th, Monday at 1.15. So go enjoy some George Lincoln, George Washington, and Abraham Lincoln. Remember, if Abraham Lincoln was a woman, he would have been Abraham Lincoln, right? No President's Day hockey. But that's that's not until February 18th, President's Day. Tonight, you can come out to an event in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Free parking, easy parking. Um, it's a good event. It's uh, Income and Retirement, Wealth Preservation, CFP Chad Burton, taxes, 2019 taxes versus 2018 taxes. A lot going on. You can find out more by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and use the code radio25 to get in for free. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, I'm Rob Black. Big event tonight in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up for the event still at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Use the code radio 25 630 Talk some investment ideas. We'll do a lot of estate planning, income and retirement, wealth preservation. You want it to last till the day you die, right? Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. This is my stop top story of the day. Um, I was searching and searching and searching for, like, what angles can I help you with? Um, and U.S. weekly jobless claims fall to the lowest level since 1969. Economy's fine. A lot of people think there's 50-50 chance of recession because we see some slowing economic activity, but we also see people still employed. 
I'm going to say that's it's as simple as that. It's not. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross was being interviewed this morning from Davos, Switzerland. And he came across as kind of, I'm going to use the word embarrassing. He said the U.S. is still miles and miles from a China trade deal. Um, and again, earlier this week, we were getting closer. Trust me, trade deals are complicated things. You know, you're counting soybeans. You're counting, you know, uh, refrigerators. You're counting things like that and saying, okay, well, we'll do this if you do that. We'll do that if you do this. Then you get into the really complicated stuff like, can American businesses come and set up shop in your country, or is that going to be a no-no? Does it have to be joint ventures? And then it gets even more complicated with intellectual property theft. So every 20 to 30 years, every 10 years, 15 years, I think you should renew your vows in a marriage. Every 20 to 30 years, you should relook at your, your deals, your, China, your trade deals. And I, I get it. But then Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, like I said, he kind of embarrassed our country, in my opinion. Talking about the federal government workers and uh, from the Coast Guard to the National Weather Service. Uh, the government shutdowns really, it's hitting people. Another payday without pay on Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Um, you're starting to see stories of people potentially going to homeless shelters to buy food or to get food. Um, and I know you're saying, well, I don't feel bad for them. At least they have a job, but they're furloughed and they're living paycheck to paycheck. They might have had one too many kids and they might have had a house issue. Say a lot of snow, a car accident that needs a deposit. And Wilbur Ross says, uh, I don't, and he, he talks very, he's got old man speak. I don't quite understand. They could borrow from a bank or a union. It affect federally guaranteed. So he's basically saying, okay, you've lost your job. Now go to a bank and take on debt. It's federally guaranteed, and it's going to be very short term, but it is what it is. Um, he said economic ramifications of the shutdown. The fact that 800,000 workers are not getting paid is barely a blip on the U.S. economy's radar. To me, it doesn't sound genuine, and it, it sounds literally like 800,000 paychecks that aren't getting delivered. Um, hypothetically, if the workers never get their back pay, you're talking about a third of a percent on our GDP. So it's not a gigantic number overall. And that just, to me, it, it belittles the human suffering. And I've made all sorts of mistakes as far as uh, opening my mouth too fast after a tragedy. And I, I should always be very, very cautious about that. But uh, Wilbur Ross, not, that's not helping anyone at this point in time. And the Republicans and Democrats seem to be still pretty... There's more conversations. Like, hey, the Democrats say, we'll give you $5 billion, but it doesn't go into a wall. It goes into improving our port and border security. No new structures. And that's no doubt. And uh, it seems like the Trump administration is promising to give back some of the things that were taken away. Some of the asylum issues and DACA, the Dreamers. And I don't know. That's as political as I can get. All I can tell you is not good. One analyst sees GE worth about $2 a share after spinoffs. Whoa. That's a big, scary number. Apple has dismissed more than 200 employees from its autonomous vehicle group. Wow. 
Apple cutting 200 people from the Project Titan, its stealthy autonomous vehicle initiative. A former Apple and Tesla executive, Doug Field, returned to Apple in August to work on the Project Titan. The Project Titan layoffs were built internally as a restructuring under relatively new leadership. Um, it's just not... Apple has so much talent, and they pay so, people so well. Uh, they can make billions and billions and billions of dollars of more profit by downsizing or right-sizing, as some people would say. And we've been talking about self-driving cars and an Apple car and Apple buying Tesla or what have you. About some of the partnerships out there with Waymo, Cruise, Tesla, Zooks, May Mobility, Embark, uh, Volkswagen, GM, Ford. Apple executives kind of been saying, you know, we're scaling back our focus and they're going to focus on software for cars and less about self-driving cars. Uh, very, very slow to come to realization. No. $87 billion last year. What industry created $87 billion in revenue? There's your quiz of the day. $87 billion. Fortnite and free games. Free games. You can play Fortnite for free. They just released their week eight challenges. There's 10 weeks in the challenges. Many people are looking forward to season eight. Listen to some of these numbers. Free-to-play video games generated $87.7 billion in revenue during 2018. Asian players accounted for 62% of the spending on free games, and seven of the top 10 grossing free-to-play games belong to Asian publishers. So if you look at the U.S. video game makers like Electronic Arts and Activision and Take-Two Interactive, and you compare them to the Asian game makers, the Asian game makers are monetizing the heck out of free. Whereas the United States game publishers are going for more big titles. And they're going to start shifting towards the free-to-play games. So Fortnite pulled in $2.4 billion in revenue. Dungeon Fighter pulled in $1.5. League of Legends, $1.4 billion. Pokemon Go, $1.3 billion. And when you see the names of the companies, um, Riot Games, Niantic, Tencent, Aniplex, uh, Tencent, Mixie. So just worthy of note that there's businesses out there that you may not think about that are legit. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Um, so they're legit. And long story short, um, we sometimes look overlook them because we're like, well, I don't really want to do homework on an Asian company. Uh, it's too much for the currency translations and situations like that. And I don't really know what Asian gamers are playing. It's all about research. Big event coming up tonight. Rob Black and Your Money. Big seminar. Wealth preservation, income, and retirement. A little bit of estate planning with Michelle Larman. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. It's tonight in Palo Alto, 630 to 830. There's no Sharks game on, so you're not missing that. There's no March Madness on, so you're not missing that. No excuse for you not to come. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25. See you there tonight. and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
so much. Um, I try to remember what's important, and I got a lot of stuff in my head that just goes straight through. I can't tell you, I probably can't name 10 football players. I probably can't name 20 hockey players. I can't name 20 baseball players. Uh, but you ask me about investing, and it's, it's very emotional to me, and I've got a very good emotional memory. I don't want to work till the day I die. I don't want you to work till the day you die. Um, otherwise, I'm trying to put together a show to help you. It doesn't always work. Um, and I know investing sounds about as dull and dry as possible, and economics sounds even duller and drier. And I get it. I get it. So every now and then I'll throw in something like, have you heard that new Mark Ronson, Miley Cyrus song? And I desperately try to tie that together into a financial story. Miley Cyrus, daughter of someone famous, using her fame as a networker for sure, or using his fame. Billy Ray Cyrus, don't break my heart, Mikey, break your heart. She's got coming, came in like a wrecking ball. She was a lot more sexual 10 years ago. She's becoming less sexualized now as she's starting to realize she's a woman and she has like certain responsibilities. Um, and it's fun to watch her grow up and she's got this Southern twang that's horrific. So the only business lesson I can get out of that is if your father's famous, cash in on it or consider cashing in on it. It's fair to say she's probably made her own name for herself. Um, and that song, this one, Nothing Breaks My Heart, it reminds me of Dolly Parton's Jolene. And Dolly Parton reminds me of the 70s and um, working nine to five. And, and like she was, well, how we shall we say, busty. And people got caught up in that. And Jolene's one of the greatest rock songs of all time, as is Nothing. I think this is a great rock song. And we look at Miley Cyrus and like, why you got to get naked? Why you got to show your bum? Why you got to do this kind of thing? So even people that were jokes early on in their careers can become very, very legitimate. I know you're saying you can quote a Dolly Parton song. I can. So because it was emotional to me as a kid. So being emotional about investing is pretty important. I've got a coworker, and I have to be very cautious on how I say this because I work in radio and television and financial issues. Um, I've got, I know someone who's 50 and has saved 35 to 40,000 and is expecting to retire in 10 years. I'm like, you're so far behind. You got something going, but you're so far behind. So before you hit 60, I want you to have 10 to 20 times your income saved. In your 30s, I want you at least to have one and a half to two times your salary saved. And then it starts getting a little bit more complicated when you start factoring in, well, how much should I, you know, what should I, my budget, is, I bust my budget at times. And you can't do that in retirement. You got to be a grown big boy. You can't go, ooh, I want a new car. Or if someone keys your car, you're, you're going to be like, well, then that deductible is $1,000, and I should probably stretch that. I, I'm, I don't need to get that fixed. So that's my goal. And again, when I see people that I love and I care about not saving enough, it, it bothers me a bit. And I could be happy today and say, Starbucks happy hour means buy one, get one free Frappuccino and espresso drinks today. Woo-hoo! Right? Buy any grande or larger handcrafted espresso drink or frappuccino blended beverage and get one free. Right? God. That sounds like a great deal. 
And during the commercial break, I'm going to go to the coffee machine at the office and hit the little button and get my double espresso that way. Starbucks revamped its happy hour program last March when the program first began in 2010. It was focused on the Frappuccino. So now they're starting to expand it, and it's getting really tied into the car or the mobile. Um, Happy Hour has been loaded onto Starbucks reward members' accounts, and non-members can sign up for the offer by creating an account at Starbucks.com. They are pushing the mobile app. They are pushing their own currency. They are pushing, hey, we can push you. You want a free cinnamon shortbread latte drink? And you're like, not really. And then someone next to you goes, I'd love one of those. And you're like, well, drink a blonde flat white. And now you're saying, what's a blonde flat white? That sounds like a racist statement. I'm reporting you to the FCC. It's, it's a drink. It's an espresso drink. So that's out there. I can teach you about how to get free drinks that cost money. Or I could give you the side that, hey, I, I just might go and uh, do this on my own today <laughs> kind of thing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Big event tonight. I'm going to be going over some stock picks that I like. Nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. Um, but taking a look at the markets recently, we've been trending a little bit higher to start the year. After ending the year with a whoosh down. 2018 ended with... The captain coming over the intercom and saying at the end of the year, uh, well, happy new year, everybody. Sorry about the market conditions in the last uh, uh, three months. We've seen a big flattening in the airspace. and uh, We dropped 10,000 feet unexpectedly, and we'll, we'll be okay. But I know your lunch is coming up, and we'll pass out adult diapers in case it happens again. So the market got a little turbulent. There's been a huge rally since December 24th. I like turbulence. I find it entertaining. If that's the way I'm going to go, that's fine. I don't mind swimming with sharks because if that's the way I'm going to go, then that's fine. I figure this is all predetermined on some level, but I'm probably uh, pushing my chances by saying, bring on the turbulence, bring on the sharks. So we got China issues, we got Brexit issues, we got partial government shutdown issues. We got some negativity, and yet the market's rallying. It won't last forever. You're starting to see more and more people say small chance of a recession this year, 50-50 chance on 2020 based on how the market resolves some of these issues in the next couple of months. The first time unemployment claims day were good, so we're not begging for jobs. Now, in the world of earnings, Union Pacific, Choo Choo Company, Texas Instruments, Semiconductor Company, Southwest Airlines, Discount Airfare, $700 round trip to Hawaii. American Airlines more, I'm not going to say more domesticated, but more uh, business travel. Debbie Deb Granger, uh, Bristol-Myers Squibb, big drug company. American Electric Power, Lamb Research are some of the companies that all exceeded earnings expectations. So that's a good thing. Keep in mind, some of them benefited more than others from the tax cuts. But those benefits kind of start losing their effect after the first four quarters, i.e. one year. In large part because you kind of start seeing the benefit comparable, comparable on a year over year. The good earnings news has been mitigated by the non-earnings news. Commerce Secretary Ross, Commerce Secretary Ross said today we're miles and miles away from resolving any China trade issues. The ECB's president, European Central Bank, a guy named Mario Van Dam, Schwarzenegger Draghi. His contention is that significant stimulus is still needed. 
He's saying we're not raising rates for over a year. Whoa. Wow. Preliminary manufacturing PMI readings for January. Out of Europe and Japan show a slowdown. Uh, this is your captain speaking. The stock market's flying at 36,000 feet. Our cruising speed is 520. Wait, 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 wait. 480 miles? You don't want that cruising speed to fall too fast or, or too much. Because that plane's going to come right out of the sky and down to the earth. <clears throat> so we're still okay. Um, Secretary Ross's remark kind of panicked people this morning. The miles and miles apart claim. Give me a song that has miles and miles. I could see for miles and miles, right? That's probably the only one I can come up with. I know you're saying, was that singing or was that screeching? I learned to sing music from Yoko Ono. Mm-hmm. It's true. Respect that. Respect that. Respect. Um, claims filings by federal civil employees. Uh, they increased. There you go. So our economy can't see for miles and miles when it comes to China, or we're miles and miles apart. You want to hear it? See, I can pull crazy lyrics from songs, because I have emotional memory, not not static memory. Mine's all goes back to like childhood and stuff, and listening to a lot of radio growing up because I had an alcoholic dad, so I kind of hid in music. Couldn't tell you who sang the song. I can remember one aspect so darn well. I can't remember the other aspect when it comes to uh, memory. So that's out there. I want to mention um, Barron's is a great resource for you. The Wall Street Journal is a great resource for you. Barron's is B-A-R-R-O-N-S.com. Great gift for a kid if you want to think of a gift for 11 months out before the next holiday season. Or maybe Christmas or uh, Christmas in July. Or Singles Day, or Amazon Prime Day, or Fourth of July, or President's Day. Barron's makes a great gift, especially if you get it mailed to them. And people are like, oh, I remember mail. We used to have trees, and they made mail out of it. So we're a little Brexit sensitive. We're a little um, corporate earnings are good. Government shut down, bad. Airline stocks rose today as American Airlines reported better than expected results, as did Southwest. And then Mario von Draghi van Dam Schwarzenegger saying risks outpace growth, risk outlook. That's not great. Little Matt and Kim taking us to break. Woo! Big seminar tonight in Palo Alto, six thirty to eight thirty. I'll get there five thirty ish. Talking investments, talking stocks, talking retirement plans, wealth preservation, income and retirement. Those are big ones for me. State planning. How much do you want to leave to your kids or not? How much do you want to give to the government or not? That and much, much more tonight. 6.30 to 8.30 at the Elks Lodge. Sign up at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Trying to get you to retirement. It's the goal of the show. 
trying to get you, how shall we say, unhinged from um, bad advice. One of the things that I learned early on in this business 20 plus years ago was that Warren Buffett was the greatest of all time. So I'm like, I should study him. He made a massive mistake on Teeny Weeny Airlines, TWA. I know they weren't really called Teeny Weeny Airlines, but that's the joke, right? Fords were found on road dead. You get the idea. Southwest is a company that is, oh, for the record, Warren Buffett lost a lot of money on, on airlines. And he basically, back in the 70s and 80s, says, I'll never do that again. And he owns some airlines now. So it's good to know the greatest of all time could go back and reflect on his career and say, maybe let's change things up. But Southwest Airlines is one of the companies that, on a regular basis, gets talked about and noted for 25 years of profitability. Former CEO who's now passed and uh, owner of the company at one point in time, Charles, not Charles Schultz, but uh, Kelleher, um, has passed he hasn't been COO, CEO in 20-plus years, chairman for 10-plus years. So it is what it is. But they reported earnings today and yesterday, and listening to the conference call was, was intriguing because they plan to launch service to Hawaii. That's a new product. That still needs to get approval from the federal government. They wanted to get into Hawaii earlier this year. It's been a little bit delayed. They mentioned, and for the record, they're looking at about $700 round trip from the Bay Area, which is pretty impressive uh, compared to the 1200 1400 Alaska Airlines and uh, um, Hawaiian Airlines typically charge. So I, I would sit in a Southwest plane for five hours. But they also mentioned a little bit about the, the shutdown and how it's in its 34th day. A lot of federal workers including those who oversee route authorizations and aircraft certifications, remain furloughed. That's kind of a scary thought, right? And CEO Gary Kelly said, we're anxious for the government to resolve the shutdown so we could bring low fares and a boost to Hawaii's travel and tourism industry. Um, and I say bring it on. Now, would I invest in Southwest? That's a fascinating question. And the answer is... I only have so many investment dollars, and I would probably pass on it myself. But if you were to say, what do you think about South, Southwest? I'd say, well, you certainly don't sound drunk. And then I would say, have you looked at some key metrics? Revenue per passenger, something called uh, ARPU, average revenue per user. You want to look at a load factor, and I know you're saying that sounds disgusting. Um, and their load factor wasn't that much down last year versus the previous average of the four years before that. So they're, they're doing nice. They're, they're doing well. But, again, it begs the question, is this something that you would invest in? And there's no right answer. It comes down to your preferences. It comes down to your, like, for instance, I think most people should be in index funds uh, or ETFs, low-cost ETFs. And a lot of people are like, why? I want to pick stocks. I want to be a stock jockey. I want to do stock talk with Rob Black. No, it's probably not a great idea. But Americans do love to travel. So that's one of the nice things about a Southwest. If you're really thinking the world is like, um, you know, bunk and economically going down. And yet you believe in the United States and our unemployment reports and employment reports. And if people have jobs, they spend money. The Southwest would make sense. So, 
it would definitely make sense. Uh, big earnings week next week on the stock market. Huge earnings week. You get big companies like Apple are going to come out with numbers. Uh, so I always, I always want to uh, pay attention to the big boys in earnings season, whether it's a Qualcomm or a Netflix or a uh, PG&E or Tesla or Salesforce, AT&T, Coca-Cola, Facebook. They all give me something, even something like the WWE. That's right, brother. I own no WWE, but I study the business. I don't want to not to. One of the things you're going to be starting to pay attention to in the next year or two is the wireless industry's hype of 5G. The cable industry would like to set that aside for its 10G pitch. Now, I talked to recently about having YouTube TV and how it saves me money over Comcast TV. Um, and then someone asked me, well, how much is your cable bill? And they do get you a little bit on that. Cable Comcast isn't stupid. They'll give you massive discounts if you get two or three packages together and not so massive discount otherwise. So what cable companies are doing right now is they're pitching how fast their broadband is. Um, when they're pitching 10G, that's not 10th generation. Like 5G is the fifth generation from 3G to 4G to 5G. Like that's more progressive and not necessarily the speed. So 10 times as fast as one gigabyte connections, some 80% of cable services and most fiber optic services offer now. You can think of that as 400 times faster than what the FCC calls broadband, which is 25 megabits per second. Now, if you're just going to watch cat videos, and who doesn't love a good cat video? The big thing is you'll be able to upload as fast as download. Therefore, you'll be able to share your cat videos. And I don't quite get the cat video people or the, the Pomeranian. There's a Pomeranian who's got like 7 million Instagram followers. I, I think everyone who's following this Pomeranian needs to be put into the old Darwinian woodchipper. I'm bringing the Darwinian woodchipper tonight to Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. 6.30 to 8.30 with CFP Chad Burton. We're going to be talking about 2019 and beyond. Retirement, income, wealth preservation, estate planning, We'll be talking about some future investment ideas, some ways to save money on taxes, some ways to save money on regulations. You can find out more by going to Rob Black's show. Use code RADIO25 to get into night free, 630 830 in Palo Alto.